How's it going guys? Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of the uh, Dragos Energy Podcast. Oh my god, I was supposed to do this on Monday, but I'm still kind of procrastinating a little bit. I'll give you guys a little bit of an update on what's been happening the past week. Shows, 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 shows. At the moment, I am in the city of Cluj. It's a, it's a city in the north of Romania. I did three shows here yesterday and the day before. I had two shows in one day yesterday. So it's pretty intense. I had a great time, great time, an amazing time, an amazing, wonderful time here in the wonderful place of Cluj. So if you ever want to visit a place in Romania, you should definitely come to Cluj. It's pretty small, chill, compact. And before Cluj, I was in Barcelona, Barcelona as well, one hell of a show. I'm going to put up some footage from that as well. And Lisbon. So what I've been doing, I've been kind of um, trying to spend a bit more time in one city than just kind of like zooming out and zooming in which is what's been happening in the past uh, past year. Now I can actually sell more than one show in a city, so I'm gonna do more of that going forward. Like for example, in Barcelona, I did three shows, um, one, two, three days. I did uh, Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, Thursdays, and Friday in, Bar- uh, in, in Lisbon, sorry, in Lisbon. And in Barcelona, I did one show because that's how I kind of managed to plan it. Um, Pretty fun so far, so good. The shows, the shows are going well. Uh, very good. I like kind of like the material is getting tighter. It's getting more and more refined. It is like a like a glass of wine. I was actually even thinking of filming it. Uh, I've been I've been struggling with the idea when to actually film it a little bit more professionally and put it on on YouTube. Because uh, for example, let me put this over here. For example, now I think material is in a really good spot where I could potentially get it to film. But I think I'll wait for the summer and continue touring with this material until the end of the year and then film it maybe sometime around November or December because it's going to be even tighter. Some elements might not be super relevant, but I'll make them relevant, you know, COVID stuff and whatever. But if they come back, it's going to be even more relevant. But I definitely have to film it by the end of this year. The clue show so far have been great. I'm going to be putting footage up from that. Uh, it's the majority of the people in the audience of the clue show have been Romanians which is great. Actually, to be honest with you, the majority of the shows that I've done now in the past week, let's see, Lisbon, Barcelona, and Cluj, most of the audience has been predominantly locals. And I think this is due to um, a change in strategy with my uh, with my ads, because obviously people know me from uh, TikTok, but then sometimes they can't come to the shows because they don't know the show is happening, they don't know when the show is, they don't get the notification, they don't get the email. So I've been using a mixture of like uh, Facebook ads, Instagram ads uh, to kind of change a couple of things there and seems to have been doing well. So I'm getting a couple of uh, fun people at the shows. Uh, and uh, yeah, I've got a couple of notes. I've got a couple of notes about what I wanted to talk today. Uh, again, we're going to try to keep this under 20 minutes to see exactly uh, what we can kind of discuss. But I do have two series I'm following at the moment. If you guys are not familiar, I'm watching the uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi series and uh, I like the direction that it's going in. And I'm also watching the new, uh, the new Miss Marvel series, which is also very, very fun. Very fun. I, I like it. I think both of them are kind of trying to enshrine the new generation of Disney princesses. Like I think the, the Obi Wan Kenobi series. One thing I like about it is that they're focusing more on Leia. There's no spoilers or anything. I mean, you, you know how the story ends, right? But they're focusing a little bit more on you know her journey and how she was instrumental in building the rebellion from a very, very young age. So I'm a big fan of that. And fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi, the actor that plays Obi-Wan Kenobi, like uh, Ewan McGregor, he's a fucking, he's a, he's, he's a boss, he's a champ. Great, great acting. So if you have the chance, check out the, the Disney Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Sometimes I just watch it for the storytelling. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's a couple of tricks that you can pick up in terms of storytelling from all these series where they're dumping millions and millions of dollars into creating them. 
uh, and I'm trying to think of how can I take some of those elements and integrate them with the modern storytelling because that's what it is at the end of the day. Stand-up comedy is just a little bit of storytelling with some nuance and a different delivery mechanism, which is the stage. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Uh, a couple of other things I wanted to talk about, like um, some people were asking me, like sometimes people come to me after the show and they're like, Dragos, let's hang out for a drink let's have a drink and uh, usually I do try to engage but the problem is I have stopped drinking I've stopped drinking this year I have I haven't had any alcohol since the start of the year and I think I'm gonna keep with the no drinking thing going forward forever I just feel like the drinking becomes it, it's it's a alcohol and I think alcohol is a massive momentum killer in terms of like building up momentum for your career and for your you know it's so difficult to kind of make it as a stand-up comedian as it is it's a lot easier now than it was before but you know non-native English speaking comedian in the English speaking world it, it, there's, a, there's so many obstacles as it is right so I feel like it, it kind of stops me from accomplishing more so I stopped drinking and I can really tell it now because um, and you know I try to avoid situations where I might be you know kind of like in a position to get coerced into drinking so that's why i haven't been hanging out hanging out with people at the end of the shows just to avoid that whole uh drinking kind of uh situation so i'm gonna keep on with the no drinking new resolution no drinking ambition i guess for as long as i can um a couple other things that i wrote down here uh let's have a look what do we have oh yeah the clue shows i you know Lisbon shows are great, but I think like the Clue shows, I was quite happy with, super happy, super, let's not, let's not hold back in our appraisal. I was quite happy with the shows in Cluj because I feel like, uh, you know, the majority of the audience is Romanian and I think I've added a couple of elements of Romanian culture. And so if you came to one of my shows, you might know some of the poetry jokes. They really hit harder here, much harder, much more fucking, they punch, they punch you like a rock, right? So I think the reaction was the reaction that I'm, I'm okay, kind of like, I think the jokes, those jokes particularly really deserve, right? So I was quite happy with, the, with those results. So if, if you were at one of the Clue shows, you know, let me know what you thought about the, the show and the performances and, you know, the whole shebang. I'll leave a review as well. But um, the title of this particular video is most likely going to link to the following thing that I'm going to talk about. Um, in the past couple of couple of uh, couple of days in the in, in, while I was touring you know Lisbon and and, and Barcelona not Spain just Barcelona uh, I've been experimenting with a couple of uh, things and I think um, it's something that I never really actually you know I've read a lot of j books about stand-up and I've come to one conclusion and one conclusion only that the majority of books about stand-up are written by people that were unsuccessful at performing stand-up because had they been successful at performing stand-up, they would have had no time to write stand-up, to, to write the book, you know what I mean? So I feel like a lot of the books were written by like people that don't necessarily know what they're talking about. They know the basics, but they have still a very superficial understanding, or like it's just like a, it's, it's a, it's a guide, it's a very, it's a skeleton-based uh, book. So I wasn't really happy with any of the books that I basically kind of, um, kind of, kind of read on stand-up. So a lot of the times I do spend you know, I'm researching and how to improve my comedy and, you know, reading script writing books. I'm reading, at the moment, I'm reading this book called uh, just about understanding how the brain interacts with different, uh, with different forms of remembering and different forms of uh, stimuli and art. It's this um, book called uh, Your Brain on Music. Try to understand how the brain decomposes music and see if I can actually take some of those elements uh, and kind of put them into my stand-up. 
So I think my goal was to one day try to write, write, a, write a book about how to do stand-up comedy based on my experience, uh, how I do it and how I kind of look at it because I think it's quite diverse and, and, and different from how other people look at it. I come, I come, I come at stand-up from a very research-oriented perspective, from a very like you know analytical. Um, and one thing that I've been experimenting with for the past couple of weeks has been introducing a new technique. And it's a technique that basically is only available to, I guess, people that have knowledge of multiple languages, bilinguals, trilinguals. I, I, I've never read about it being, like, in, in any of the books that I have read, it's never, nobody ever mentioned it, right? So, but I've seen it in, in action. I've seen it a lot of times. The first time I've seen it, like, predominantly. Well, I guess, okay, the first time I've seen it used more is probably like by Gabriel Iglesias or some Latin, uh, Latino uh, comedians. Basically, the technique is uh, saying the punchline in a different language, using a different language for the punchline. Um, so I've, I've experimented with the technique at the moment that I've written a couple of jokes that I, I work with. Uh, and I have a couple of jokes where I do the punchline in Romanian. And you just, if you watch these... these uh, these clips of people doing stand-up. I mean, some other people have, you know, used this technique, but I think, think it's never really been enshrined in any book, right? Like uh, stand-up, a punchline in a foreign language. Uh, but I've seen it, I remember seeing it quite heavily, being heavily used in in Hindi of all places, right? I was watching a couple of people uh, around the time when Amazon started giving out uh, specials to comedians in India. I kind of went and I watched some, uh, some stand-up from India and just to kind of check it out, I watched like maybe like one hour, two hours of like different clips on YouTube. And you know, the way that they do stand up in India is they do uh, Hindi English mix, right? So they do like set up, set up, set up, set up in Hindi, 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 set up, then punchline in English, or the other way around English, 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 uh, punchline in Hindi. And um, boom, the audience explodes. Wow, it's like unbeatable, right? It's like an amazing technique. It's like, um, I've only seen these kind of reactions used with uh, callbacks. I don't know if you're familiar with callbacks. Uh, a lot of books do cover callbacks as a technique, but callbacks are also a very powerful technique to use in stand-up comedy. Um, and they have like, you know, once you, you, obviously you don't want to overuse them, but once you use them, they have like this, ex, ex, uh, the joke becomes an inside joke and then the laughter is much, much stronger. Um, but I remember watching these uh, Hindi stand-up comedians, uh, these Indian stand-up comedians doing it in Hindi um, and doing the punchlines, you know, set up in English, punchline in Hindi. I think that's the ones because that, that makes more sense for me to watch, right? Because I can understand the whole setup. But I would never get the joke because I couldn't speak Hindi to understand the punchline. But I remember the audiences in the, in, in the crowd were like, oh my God, Whoa, what the fuck? Very great, like the room was exploding. So I've started kind of uh, thinking about that maybe subconsciously and trying to, you know, how do, can I integrate this in my comedy, you know, because it's a f super powerful tool. So basically now I experimented with it, I think originally when I was in London, uh, again on a subconscious level, I was re-watching some of the clips from London and I was like, oh shit, I'm doing this. Because a lot of the stuff happens subconsciously in stand-up comedy from my perspective, but then I go back and I watch the videos and I'm like, I dissect, oh, why did this work so good? Why did this go so well? Why was this explosive? So in that situation, basically I was using a phrase, maybe I'll find a clip and put it up here if I, if I have time. Uh, insert clip if I have time. If there's no clip here, then <laughs> don't have time. But effectively, there's a, there's a, I did a joke where basically I tell, I talk about the aggression in the Romanian language and I say how my dad says some stuff, what the, the stuff actually means and what the actual thing is in 
Romanian and then also translated again back to English. So by going back and forth between the languages and it had a pretty strong you know, response, especially because some of the audience was from Romania, but I think also the non-Romanian speakers did get it. But then um, what I've been trying to do now is I have a bit at the start of my show where I talk about you know, going to Mexico and I've introduced and you know, taken in and out, I've done some punchlines in, uh, the punchline is in Spanish, you know, the word, the punchline is a word in Spanish. And even that has, you know, cause I'm, I'm, I'm working with languages that I'm not native in, you know, English in, uh, in Spanish. Well, English, I'm kind of near native, but I'm kind of putting some effort into learning Spanish and I've integrated this. Now I have like two jokes where the punch, one of them, when the punchline is Romanian and then I translate it. And some of them where I just leave the punchlines in Spanish, but it's very simple Spanish. And it has been working quite well. So uh, I just wanted to kind of mention that I've started using this technique and I'm gonna maybe look into how to use it more, how to kind of, you know, explore applying it to different languages. I think this is gonna be a great technique for localizations of some of the content. Uh, for example, you know, if I go to Croatia, maybe I pick up a book Croatian and I change the punchline in Croatian. Uh, anyway, people really appreciate it when you localize some of the, some of the jokes. But it uh, could be potentially a very powerful technique. So I don't know if you guys are aware of it. If you're a comedian and you're watching this, then, you know, feel free to use it. Let me know what you think, uh, what your feedback is on it. But I have just uh, just wanted to kind of reflect a bit on it because it's something that I've started using recently. And I was like, fuck yeah, this is, I should do more of this. Because it's just, it's something that not a lot of people do. And of course, it's because, you know, most of the comedy comes from the U.S. People speak only one language there and, you know, they don't want to go too deep. But, um, uh, yeah, that's one of the things that I w was happening. Uh, what else? Mm. pause 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 all right also in terms of like um plans plans let's tell you what the plans are we got a bit more time on the on the, on the clock by the way i'm recording this at midnight because once again i'm procrastinating this podcast um in terms of um uh, one thing i forgot to do i forgot to look up questions for this particular podcast but i'll do it next time if you have questions leave them in the youtube uh comment section i'll come back and i'll answer them it's just because i'm all over the place but the plans for the summer, what are the plans for the summer? Basically, I should be back in Berlin from the 19th or 18th. Uh, well, technically, I'm back on the 13th, but I might have a private gig that requires me to fly out to another country. Uh, so we'll see how that works. If that happens, then I'll probably be back in Berlin on the 17th. I'll start doing shows there. Maybe I'll go to Munich. Maybe I'll go to Frankfurt in, in this, this month. I'll find some time to see if I can organize that. But if not, I will be in uh, in Berlin for the summer. Uh, with some exceptions in August, most likely I'll go to Malta to visit my family and then potentially maybe we can set up a show in Malta. If that's going to happen, maybe I will be in Malta. But uh, what I want to do this summer is I want to write, let's say, 30 minutes, 30 new minutes of comedy, 30 new minutes of comedy that I can start chiseling and touring with after I finish uh, filming the first hour, this the second hour. Uh, and I want to, yeah, what direction do I want to go in? I think I do want to do more of this... Um, I'm quite happy with some of the elements uh, that I have now in my show. I have some jokes that are uh, about some pieces of, you know, the, the poem joke that I have. I'm quite happy with that. So I was thinking maybe exploring a little bit more um, on like explaining some concepts with the comedy or talking about some books with the comedy, just adding a little bit of a cultural tint to some of my future jokes. Um, one thing that I, uh, I mean, maybe I'll, I'll go back into like explaining exploring and express exploring uh, more Romanian poems or, or like literature and then try to transcribe them back into English and present them and you know kind of make fun of them or whatever because I think that'll be an interesting way to kind of just you know share some knowledge in a funny way as well 
I haven't been keeping up on the news. I have no idea what the fuck is happening in the world. Uh, apparently, there's inflation. The Amber Heard trial is gone. No care, no fucks given. I have no idea. I'm going to stay away from it as, as much as possible. I'm going to focus on trying again to, to write. I think this is going to be my main goal for the summer. Write, 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 and then start to put more content online. I have not figured out. Some people have been asking me, Dragos, when are you coming to Canada? When are you coming to Australia? Dragos, when are you coming to USA, USA, United States of America? No plan so far. It requires some logistical planning from my side. I have to reach out. I got to figure out the visa situation, which maybe I'll sit down and do it this summer. But taxes takes, you know, takes priority over visa. <laughs> so I have to do my taxes. And then basically, I'll also look at potentially setting up the tours to Switzerland, Switzerland, Greece, and Bulgaria. Let's not forget Switzerland, Greece, and Bulgaria because they have been major places that have been requested and I have not been to yet. But um, yeah, writing, writing is going to be the name of the game for this summer. I'm going to figure out what other jokes to write, what other cultures to kind of talk about. And uh, maybe I will experiment. I have this joke at the moment about Angela Merkel. Uh, maybe I'll experiment to put that online and see how it goes to see if I should pursue it further or not. But in the meantime, I'm still editing clips and I'm putting them on YouTube to try to figure out. You know, this is the difficult thing about the position that I'm in at the moment because you have to do the social media and you have to do the creative side as well. The social media guarantees growth, but the creative creativity, you know, guarantees growth in the social media. So it's like a weird little feedback loop. Also, I'm getting fat, bro. I've been eating like a... Like a, like a porky pig in the past couple of days. Uh, I guess like the problem is Lisbon is so cheap. Um, and I've been compared to like, you know, I was in, in my defense, I was in, in Lisbon's defense. I was in Copenhagen. So I went from Copenhagen to Lisbon, which is why everything seemed cheap, right? So I'm just like, blah, blah, let me eat these tarts. Blah, 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 blah. So now I'm like, all right, this is the summer of exercise for Dragos now to shed some of these pounds. The pounds. But yeah, I think definitely I'm going to look into doing a bit more exercise during the summer. And I'm going to look into... I want to, yeah, I want to go to the cinema. I haven't been to the cinema since I saw, I went and saw everything, everything, everywhere, all at once. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this particular uh, movie. Maybe I mentioned it in the last podcast, but it's pretty lit. I'm going to go watch it again, hopefully, if it's still playing in Berlin. Wow, this podcast is all over the place, but that's how it is. It's, uh, oh, I'm going to start doing uh, podcasts with people again. I'm going to, during the summer, I'm going to get, I'm going to figure the fuck out this shit. I'm going to get a new camera, get a new recorder, I'm going to get some microphones, and we're going to do, I'm going to start putting more of this podcast content on the TikTok as well to see what people think about the things I have to say and the way I say it when I talk to myself. So if you're a big fan of that, like this clip that I'm going to cut and put on TikTok. And show me that you want it. All right, what else do I have to talk? Let me just check my little my little little notebooks here. Mm, I was trying to write some jokes about gun control, but I was like, ugh, ugh, who the fuck wants to hear about gun control from me, right? Because it was such a big thing in the. I, I was I was on, on TikTok. I was getting a lot of TikToks about the gun situation. So, mm, also I wrote down. This is a little note that I wrote. They've discovered an, an enzyme, the en enzyme that eats plastics that designed by AI. So I, I wrote that. Why did I, Dragos? Why did you write that down? Well, I write that down because I want to do streaming this summer. And I don't know if I mentioned in the last podcast, but you remember the GPT free thing that I used to write some jokes before, the the joke about Romania being poor. That's what the computer wrote. I wanted to do some live streaming this summer where I basically write jokes with AI. So if you're fun, if you're a fan of that, let me know because I'll, I'm gonna write jokes with the AI this summer. Oh, oh yeah, and I, I've signed up for FewCents.com. FewCents.com. It's a, it's a it's a startup that allows you to get tips in local currency. So if you wanna if you wanna give me a tip in Thai baht 
or, or in pesos you can now do that if you go to my link tree and you, and you can tip me there send me dinero uh, and i'll do something with it but uh yeah i'm also still still looking into how how to sell the old record i have so many shows recorded so if you're a super fan or a fanatic and you want to see how the material develops if you want to see like how this hour looked in january and how it looks now i'm thinking of putting up all these hours uh put some subtitles on them and upload them to uh my website so you can buy them for like two or three euros i think that's appropriate you know just just so you can kind of like you know go around it have a look maybe decipher some things but yeah I'll, I'll write down this comedy technique that i've discovered now and i'll try to figure out exactly i'm trying to I'm gonna, i'll do a little bit more of this diary keeping type of podcast to kind of keep a track of like you know even the the growth and the ideas in the you know the vein of writing stand-up and what kind of techniques i use and what other stuff that i use um i have been using okay if, if i'm still down this this road let me explain a bit more in this particular hour like in the first hour i think the first hour that i have now on youtube uh, i was focused a lot more on very tight joke writing set up punchline 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 which i still do now but i feel like i've integrated a bit more i feel like this time in this particular hour i have more storytelling integrated still with punchlines but at the same time focused a little bit more on character interactions like me interacting with the other people in the world and them interacting with me and this particular jokes have been doing really well and i've been trying to figure out why if they be, i have this plain joke that i have now that is just the reaction is so good that i've decided to move it up in the act i put it up at the, at the like in the first part of the act just because it's such a strong laugh that's an active that's an active change i've made in the hour so this these jokes where i interact with other people and the reaction ends up being hilarious i have like one two uh two new ones that i that are like doing really well so i'm like oh yeah how do i do more of this also, I haven't been doing a couple of jokes, which I should be bringing back. I haven't been doing the the joke about the, the aggressive graffiti. I haven't been doing the joke about like the new type of porn. Maybe I should bring some of these jokes back because they've been they've done really well on TikTok, but I haven't been doing them in the live shows. Anyway, well, this is I think 21 minutes, 22 minutes. This is how long this podcast usually lasts. When I'm, it's just me. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it, let me know what you have. If you have some questions, this next time I promise I will read the questions and I'll answer them. Uh, and let me know if you have some feedback, if you guys are happy with this particular rundown of the shows. If you have any requests, you can request the live show in your city as per usual in my link tree. You can find it in TikTok or in the bio in Instagram. And um, I'm almost close to 50K Instagram followers. So that's amazing because it's been a lot more difficult to grow on Instagram than on TikTok. Also, TikTok growth has stalled a bit. But in my defense, I have also not uploaded as many clips because I haven't had as much time. Uh, and also, I'm looking for a tour manager. So if you're a tour manager, hit me up. Maybe we can set up something. I, could give you, I give you money. You help me set up the shows around Europe. And also, uh, potentially a video editor. But I don't know exactly what the video editor is going to do. So we will figure that out later. But this is it. It's 1 a.m. here in Cluj. Dragos signing off. Thank you for listening to the Dragos Energy Podcast. And I'll do one again on Monday or Tuesday. We're keeping the momentum. We're keeping... This show rolling. We're, we're doing it, guys. Okay. Thank you and adios. Share this with your friends. Bye. Peace. Mwah.